0: As you got Dan here from Pac Rim Distributors. Uh, you know what? We've talked about a number of things on the show, and we uh, have talked about uh, the ingredients of beer and gone into detail in the science about each one of it. Last time, I believe we spoke about the history of beer, and today I kind of want to talk about the retail landscape as it is right now in 2018 uh, in North America or m- more specifically uh, within Canada. So, um, As you can see when walking into a liquor store, there is a ton of choice. And that is certainly driven by you guys, the consumers. Um, You know, you have upwards of 300 different uh, beers sometimes in a store. And it's interesting when you travel from west to east in Canada, because in the the west, um, we do have a large single section. Our single section really consists of uh, large format bottles. So you're looking at the 650 mil bottles, 750 mil bottles, and it's more of a sharing aspect. As you travel across Canada going east, that selection a gets bigger and the skew size goes down in size so what you see is a lot of tall cans right now in ontario it's all about the 500 mil uh, manitoba it's all about the uh, 473 mil can and what you do it's a wonderful shopping experience because what you do is you go and you grab an eight pack holder an empty eight pack holder and you walk around uh, and and pick eight different beers to put in it and it's all individually priced and it's all very reasonable pricing as well so it's not necessarily more expensive to shop like that um, Another thing you're going to see a lot of, uh, certainly out west, is mixer packs, and that's kind of uh, just the breweries doing it for you. Um, and uh, most of the time, it's it's uh, about a 12 pack, a 24 pack, but you're starting to see as small as as uh, six packs. I mean, hell, I think Phillips just came out with a, um, or I think it was Parallel Forty Nine came out with a hot box, which just has four tall beers in it of their different uh, hoppy beers. So, so it it's been driven by the consumer, and it's and it's a lot of choice. Okay, next we're going to look at convenience. Um, the convenience factor uh, is getting bigger. I find a, a lot. I'm going to kind of throw this in the convenience sector. Is people want to shop in a nice store now? It's not about going into um, a store and just you know grabbing your 15 pack of Canadian and going out the door. People want to be in a nice shopping environment, and I think that kind of goes hand in hand with craft and, and, and that consumers. So um, I'm going to lump in uh, um, good looking stores as, as well as the uh, the convenience. So. So next in the retail environment, let, let's talk about education. And education can come in another uh, a number of different ways. First, let's talk about seminars. Um, and I wanna talk about more retail seminars. And if there's any um, uh, retail owners or anyone out there that that's kinda listening to this, take advantage of your sales reps. These guys are full of knowledge. and. Uh, you know, for, for some simple giving them some good shelf space, they'll come in and do a seminar for your customers and, and maybe a tasting as well. And your customers want to know the more that they know about craft beer, the bit- bigger chance that they're going to upgrade to a, a higher, more pricey beer, which eventually puts more money in uh In your pocket Um, and this can even be pushed into courses Um, if you uh, as a craft beer liquor store if you want to actually offer courses and it can be off-site and it's not necessarily somebody looking to get their sommelier license and or or sorry their their um, uh, Cicerone license um, and actually kind of using it uh, for their advantage in the workplace but people just want to know about it people want to be able to talk about beer on a high level right it's a fun thing to talk about I know I do I'm talking to no one right now on radio so um, talking about back-end education as well and and this is kind of more for the um, uh, for the key account owner um, to actually know not only about the beer itself but uh, the back-end how it works know about supply chain um, know about what it takes to actually like how much a bottle is compared to how much a a can is worth and that's something that you can get direct from the brewer and probably the brewer owner um, and that's something they'd be more than willing to uh, to help you out with so you know what Uh, part of the retail environment let's talk about the retail environment within the uh, breweries themselves these these small craft breweries themselves they all have most of them have a a tasting room and a a retail room and and they should be run that way so you know take someone like Vancouver Brewery Tours and, and looking at the brewery tour once you have that person in there not only on your menu should you have what what kind of tastings do they have, but put right on your menu the the price of that six mill bottle or, or a single can, and and try to get them you know get money out of their pockets when they're coming in the door, and get money in their pockets when they're going out. I like to say so, um, and and it gives them that wonderful experience. I know a lot of people. It, it's about giving them that exactly that that experience, and if you do that, what they can do is they can pick up a bottle or a can and and bring it home, and at a later date when someone comes over and they go and drink it, they're gonna bring up that experience and say, I actually, hey, I got this at the brewery and, and you know, chatted with the brewmaster and he told me this about it. People wanna tell those stories. Um, so, you know, that's, that's certainly way, one way that you can, uh, you can go about it as well. Um, collaborations uh, are, are something really big. There's a wonderful community in craft beer, and if you're able to make collaborations with uh, your neighbor or hell, uh, uh, someone on the other side of the world, you can make a, a collaboration beer with. Um, that, that's a great way to go about it. It's a great way to kind of c- um, really size up that uh, the, the community here. And collaborations can even be taken forward. I, I know recently Red Racer and Parallel Nine did a, uh, I think it was called the, the Great White Wonder Adventure Pack. And this was kind of over Christmas and it was an advent calendar. And they didn't actually make a collaboration beer themselves together. But what they did is they each added 12 beers to that pack to make a 24 pack. And that's, that's in a whole nother way of kind of looking at a collaboration. Mixer packs. I know I kind of mentioned this before. They're certainly uh, very popular out West. Um, and you're starting to see them in, the, in in all sizes, six packs, you know, 24 packs, 12 packs, um, and and this is this is a great way to get the consumer to uh, upgrade if they if they're coming in there for a couple different six packs, well, you might be able to get them 12 and just kind of keep them um, in, uh, in in that one brewery with uh, with kind of four or five uh, different different beers in there Um, they can be a little labor intensive putting together but uh, certainly worth it as far as the sales runs here and I know that most of the craft brewers would agree with me when saying that uh, the majority of the retail sales in the west certainly in bc come from the uh, uh, the mixer packs give with purchase in the retail environment Uh, you know me coming from uh, big beer uh, having worked with with a couple of the big guys, nothing drives it like uh, gift of purchase and, and LTOs, which is limited time offer as far as uh, dropping the price. But a, a gift with purchase, y- you'd be amazed at your numbers if you add a glass in it um, or add a hat uh, to, to, to that purchase and, and how much sales that really does does drive. Um, so, as you know, as far as a retail environment, you're always, you're always going to be seeing that gift with purchase, and those those are always going to be the number one displays. Your number one, two, two, three display won't be necessarily price decrease, but it'll all be about a gift with purchase, and that drives people into the store as well. So, talking about kind of cans versus bottles, uh, if you uh, have walked into a store lately, you you certainly have seen a shift from bottles to cans in the craft beer world, and and that's simply because the consumer. Has been educated in kind of what I've talked about before. Um, it is it is just a better way to uh, to move um, beer. Number one, it's uh, it's cheaper uh, and it to to get it into a can. Number two, it is way better for the beer. Three things are terrible for beer: time, light, and oxygen. Can't do much about time as far as what vessel it in. That that's not a big thing. But as far as light, you have zero light hitting the beer, so that's going to uh, help not oxidize it quicker and zero oxygen as well. With a bottle, there always can be some seepage coming in through that uh, bottle top, no matter what kind of top you have. Um, and so it's just always, always better to have it in cans. And we're starting to see that and certainly start, starting to see that in, uh, um, in BC. a uh, couple other things i want to chat about first uh, uh cold versus warm with craft the 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 popularity of craft beer right now it is always better to keep that beer in a cold environment at about you want to have it at about plus two to plus five um, that's going to make sure your beer is coming out fresher because this beer is not pasteurized you're starting to see huge changes. First, most notably in the BCLDB, um, they never had cold sections before. So they changed the game on all their cold beer and wine stores as well. And, and they said to those guys, sorry, we're doing cold now as well. And that's kind of part of the reason was craft beer is, is, is really, really starting to take over a little more. It's just a better way to hold the beer and the beer is going to taste fresher. Next is wine versus beer. And this is kind of interesting. I'll spend a little time on this. A lot of people don't know this, but think about it when you walk into a government liquor store. What is the first thing that you see? you see wine, and then you see spirits, and tucked way at the back of the store is beer. And think about a grocery store in that sense. Why is, is is milk and cheese and these things way at the back of the store? Because they know you're gonna buy it, and they don't make that much money off it. They're gonna put the things in front of you that they're gonna make more money off of. And this is true of wine versus beer. So you think, well, why is that? It's about the same price point. The thing is with the government, the majority of the time they're making their money off taxes in the government liquor store. It's not so much the profit margin. It's changed recently, but, but they still make money off their taxes. And wine and beer is taxed differently. A lifetime ago, about 30, 40 years ago, the big brewery guys went to the government and they lobbied. This is back in the day when, when, when beer and wine weren't fighting against each other and beer was invincible. And they went to the government, and they, they lobbied it. So beer makes more profit and the government let makes less tax off of beer. And so that's why you see wine up front is, in fact, wine is, is, is at a higher tax rate and the government makes more taxes off you buying $10 of wine compared to $10 of beer. And that's why beer is at the back of the store. So those guys really just kind of shot themselves in the foot thinking they were invincible. Well, guys, that's about it for for the retail portion of this. You know, hopefully next week we can do a on premise uh, side of this. But uh, I want to thank you for tuning in um, to uh, Pack Room Distributors. Something we'd like to talk about. Also, tune in to our uh, YouTube channel, which is uh, Canadian Craft Beer Collective. Check it out. We've got some awesome interviews that we do with some uh, some local brewers around town. So check it out. Appreciate you guys tuning in.